Can these bones live? Welcome to the official podcast of the Promise TV series. I'm Ashley Troncoso. And I'm Alex Whiting. In this podcast, we discuss themes related to the Promise TV series, as well as topics pertaining to religion and faith in the modern world. On today's episode, the genesis of this podcast and Ashley's origin story as the series showrunner. It's important for everyone to understand right off the bat that uh, all are welcome and uh, our topics will be range from obviously uh, things pertaining to LDS culture, but then also uh, Christianity, like we said, you know, and other th- other faithful beliefs as well. Yep. Uh, I think we're going to just go through some intros a little bit. Uh, Ashley, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and then I will follow suit and then we'll get into it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, so my name is Ashley Troncoso. Um, I am 29 years old. I have three little kids and I've been married for eight-ish years. Um, my husband's from Argentina. All of his family lives there, so we speak a little Spanish at home. Not as much as I would like, but <laughs> um, I have been writing since I was, since I learned how to type and I used to write little dramatic stories and had fun with that. Um, I've been a copywriter for several years, writing blog posts and boring stuff for websites and all that. Um, And I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and proud of it. And I'm just really excited to share these scripture stories with people in a way that, that maybe they haven't considered before and can just give us a little bit of different perspectives. So, yeah. Well said. Uh... As far as your husband goes, at de donde eres en Argentina? Oh, de Chaco. Okay, cool. I don't know where that is, but um, and that's pretty much all I that's know in terms of Spanish. <laughs> that's all the Spanish. Uh, like, hola, me llamo. Yeah, muy gordo. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. That's uh, all you want to say. That's about it. Yep, yep. Uh, vamos a comer. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, so... My name is Alex Whiting. As we said earlier, I am 29 years old as well. So we were born in the same year. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I am native to Midway, Utah. It's a little small farming community uh, outside of Park City in the Heber Valley. And uh, I grew up with a love of storytelling. I grabbed my mom's camcorder and with the neighbors, uh, make little videos and throw them onto what what was the prerequisite to iMovie and uh, probably a lot of copyright infringement as a kid. (laughs) So we've moved on to greener pasture since then. But uh, uh, I I went to school and graduated at Utah Valley University in psychology. I spent a lot of time in disability services and uh, that field. And I just felt pulled back into uh, this type of space. Uh, I love writing and particularly screenwriting. So we just kind of jumped into it headfirst. Ashley and I connected via a mutual friend on a production that I was doing some background work on last year. Uh, You were looking for screenwriters uh, for The Promised, and that's currently in development, and we'll get into all of that. And uh, we just kind of of connected and clicked and share a vision for this upcoming series and uh, the stories that we want to tell. Uh, based on this and uh, I think the rest is history oh yeah yeah and it's a it's a pretty cool story how we met because it was just like 
out of the blue. So it was it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Should we get into uh, the show? Let's talk about the promised. I, I know. Nice hat. I didn't tell you that earlier. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Ashley gave it to me. Yeah. It's one of those crappy like Velcro ones on the back, but it's okay. It has our logo on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. As the production. Uh, gains value, the production value will go up. So, funny how that works. <laughs> we'll get nicer hats as it goes on. Yeah. One day we'll have a three-point lighting system. Um, we'll have a halo lit behind. We'll have a producer. We'll have our own microphone. So, we're not talking into the can right here. But, you know what? Beggars can't be choosers. And uh, humble beginnings. So, let's go for it. And that is a great segue into this because uh, The Promised started as a book that I started writing in 2020 and because I wanted to make a TV series but I was like I don't know how to make a TV series I think I know how to write a book um and honestly like I didn't plan it out or anything like I just opened a google doc and I started writing and I don't really recommend that because it's caused a lot of problems but um I just wanted to write and I was so excited about this story from the scriptures and I think watching The Chosen in 2020 was, that was a really important moment, like, spiritually for me, and being like, oh, wow, like, I can connect with this stuff as a real person, not as, like, I don't know, before it was kind of like, scriptures are here, and I'm here, but then it, like, brought us together, and so I was really excited to try and do that with Book of Mormon stories and other scripture stories that I think are awesome and need to be shared, and so... Yeah, I, I wrote the book, I edited it like four different times, went through a bunch of different drafts. Someday we'll have to talk about all the crazy funny stuff like Isaac getting his leg chewed off by jackals and stuff like that. Um, Wait, so, who's Isaac? The the youngest one. Yeah, I, I know, we'll get there. I thought you were serious for a second. I was like, how can you not know? One of the characters you've been writing, well, silly. One of the characters, duh. Um, anyways... Um, and so I, I got to the point where I was ready to start doing some serious edits and I was looking at self-publishing on Amazon, kind of like everybody does. And I was like, nobody's ever going to see this story if I do this. And so I decided to make a TV series <laughs> and I don't know how to make a TV series. I have no background in film. Um, I don't even, I didn't even know how to screenwrite back then. Um, and so I just jumped into it like... I just started sending emails and started trying to network and trying to tell people and I made a fool out of myself so many times and people were like, this girl, like, what is she doing? <laughs> but I just kept trying and eventually I started finding people that could see my vision that even though the writing wasn't there, they could see what the story was or they believed in me or they believed in something, I don't know, and... And it's just kind of snowballed. We did our promo video with the prison scene and we did a photo shoot last year. And now we've just really hit it hard um, with these scripts. And now that I have some good writers with me, it's wow. <laughs> it's getting really good. So Yeah, for, for anybody that knows anything about screenwriting, there's a learning curve, right? And the whole, the whole mantra of screenwriting is show, don't tell. You know, and unlike a book or a novel where you have to have so much detail, you know, because you're essentially painting a canvas of a story and a scene with words, screenwriting is 
get to the point. Yep. Get to the point, but make sure the point's there so that people can quickly, as they're reading it, can quickly see exactly what you're saying. And then there's elements of camera shots and different angles and things like that and different beats that you have to hit to uh, organize a flow of a story. And uh, feature film screenwriting is different from TV series, right? And so uh, I came into this project a little bit late into the game. Um, if, if, by the way, uh, I am not active LDS. I grew up in the church. I know the stories. Um, and I think one of the reasons why Ashley wanted to work with me was because I brought kind of a practical, dare I say it, secular perspective into uh, a story based on the Book of Mormon. And that's essentially what this is, is Book of Mormon stories that are practical and dramatized slash modernized uh, patterned after the chosen and uh, it's different from the chosen but the reason why we use the chosen so much as an example is because the way that this tv series has revolutionized the game of telling jesus stories yeah essentially um in, in modern language i remember being a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, serving in Northern California, we would have the, the King James Version of the Bible, and then uh, an investigator or someone who's just interested in talking about uh, a shared faith would bring out their New Age, their New Religion Bible with all modern language, and I, I couldn't stand it. Like, yeah. like I was like, this is weird, you know? <laughs> but um, it allowed people who aren't used to reading scriptures as kids and growing up to understand exactly what's happening, especially if you get into Old Testament stuff like Isaiah yeah. um, or Ezekiel and uh, <laughs> and other old prophets to be like, what the heck are they talking no, about? I, I can't read the King James Version of like the, the latter end of the New Testament. Me and Paul don't get along. So I just read the NIV or I have no idea what it's saying. So right, right. yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so what the chosen done is it, it, it's, it's modernized a very old universal story, which is uh, Jesus stories. And we love that. And, and uh, Ashley thought, you know, we can do this with the book of Mormon. You know, they, uh, there are, there have been attempts in the past to dramatize and bring Book of Mormon stories to the big screen. I mean, you got the, you got the, you know, early 2000s, you got the Testaments. You've got... That one was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we have a, uh, um, we have a formidable antagonist in this series named Hananiah, who reminds me of the antagonist in the Testaments. Yeah. I don't remember what his name was, but, but as a missionary, there's one of the very few forms of media that we could watch. Yeah, we watched it all the yeah, time. Yeah, and I just remember, and use of thy hands will bring thee immortality. And we, a god! Or the governor! And I remember watching the kissing scene and being like, should I watch this on my mission? Like, this yeah. is inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, all of the, all of the, um, all the actors had spray tans, so... We promise not to do that with this series. Yeah, let's let's get some real uh, brown people. <laughs> some here. real brown people, yes, uh, with Israeli accents. So, anyways, so in a nutshell, this is what we are trying to do with the promised. And uh, for those of you who have read the scriptures, particularly the Book of Mormon and the standard works within the church it kind of speaks for itself what the promised is. You know, the story of Lehi and Ishmael and their family, they eventually travel to the promised land, which is the Americas. And uh, so they are the promised. 
Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And when I wrote this, I wanted to do it a little different because I feel like most LDS filmmakers would start with, you know, I Nephi and let's go into the promised land and let's get the plates. And I wanted to give a little bit more like feeling behind some of those stories that we already know. And there's no way to do that unless we build these characters in a different setting. And so that was where I really dug into the Old Testament and trying to figure out where the timelines met up. And and that's when I realized, oh my gosh, Lehi and his family were in Jerusalem during the first siege of Babylon. And like, why does nobody talk about this? <laughs> um, that's so cool. So that's kind of where, that's where we're going to live for season one. And it just allows us to build these characters and explore them and, and see them as real people before we put them into some of these stories that we're already so familiar with and are almost caricaturized at this point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone starts with First Nephi and then starts at First Nephi again and starts at Nephi again and again. You know, maybe they're doing a, a scripture mastery challenge or they're uh, doing the follow the Come Follow Me uh, chapters and, uh, you know, a lot of people start over at First Nephi. I know that I did plenty of times, and so we know who Nephi is. We know who his family is. We know what happens. It it's it's similar to the Chosen, where we know how this ends, right? But the apostles have backstories. You know, there's some conjecture and dramatization that uh, that that goes on that I think uh, does the characters justice. Gives them perspective gives them nuance and maybe some depth and because they were real people you know and if 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 we want to assume that the apostles in the primitive church are human just like the apostles in the latter day kingdom then um the same can be said for uh historical persons of faith and prophets of old uh, in the Book of Mormon. Mm -hmm. So so to Ashley's point and to that end, we wanted to start somewhere where we have an origin story. And this has been something that Ashley's thought long and hard of. We've had lots of discussions about, okay, how do we start? How do we take a historical context of something that we assume actually happened uh, and, and we give, you know, these people and these characters a starting point, right? And so that's what we did. And uh, I don't know, Ashley, if you want to go into a, a little bit about our characters and the pilot episode that we were working on. We'll bring a full circle about, uh, you know, the screenplay and the script that we've been working on and, and really how we're setting these characters up for an epic story. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about the pilot. Like, the past couple of weeks, it has gotten really good. Um, before, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. But now. Um, so... I, I don't know. Do you want me to... Should I give it away? Well, so we, we do have a log line for uh, this story. Um, if I was uh, a better prepared person, I would have... I'd rattled off the top of my head. But Ashley and I literally made it up right before we sent a draft of the pilot to a producer um, who, who told us that he'd look at it. But essentially, our log line is... Um, Amidst the Neo-Babylonian siege of ancient Jerusalem, two Judahite families band together in faith as they seek fulfillment of God's promises to the house of Jacob. Yeah. So that's where so, we're starting. Yes. Yeah, so if, if any of you don't know the history, um, 
uh, Jerusalem was besieged by Babylon twice. The first time it only lasted about three months. The second time it lasted 18 months. And at the end of that is when Babylon came in. They like burned the temple and took all of everybody to exile. And that was kind of the end. Um, but this one beforehand, um, it was just kind of like a precursor. It was like a test. Um, and so, yeah, it was only three months long, but I mean, three months under siege, that's still a long time. Um, and so we get to see our family at the beginning of the series wondering, okay, is this going to happen? Are we going to have to like fight? Are we going to be safe? Like, you know, just a lot of uncertainty about what's going to happen. And a lot of things that are outside of their control. And then we get to see the king of Judah and his interactions, and we get to do some fun stuff with that. And then we're also introduced to our bad guys and our really bad guys. And we just get to see a little bit of the political unrest, but also the spiritual issues that were happening at that time. Um, And yeah, very historical. Like I've done a lot of research and scripture study and making sure that this is as realistic as possible while we can still get in there and have some fun with it. So, Yeah, absolutely. Between the first siege of uh, Jerusalem by the Babylonians was between, what, 597 to 600 BC, right? Around the same time that Lehi left Jerusalem. That was the premises that he and his family fled into the wilderness was because of that issue. And so to, to Ashley's credit, She'd done a ton of historical research to put these actual characters, uh, the, the king of uh, the, the king at the time, Jehoiakim. Yep. That's how you say it. I used to call him King Jehoiakimim, and <laughs> Ashley would just, come on, you know. That's right, King J. Yeah, yeah King J. Yep. <laughs> 100%. And so, so with that, we have actual historical characters who are involved, and then what is known about Lehi and his family? Well, he was a merchant, and he was a man of influence, and uh, and his family was well off. You know, that was one of the concerns that some of his children had for leaving Jerusalem and wanting to go back is because they had a life there, you know? And uh, so it's been interesting, the dramatization and the creative liberties that we've taken with each of these characters and there are a lot of them a lot (laughs) that's one of the things that we are struggling with in the pilot is how do we introduce them at an appropriate time while still making sure that each one of them have a voice and then in subsequent seasons uh, we can build their characters out even more Um, so it's like i said it is a balance of introducing real people and then um, assuming and taking some creative liberties with their characters while doing the scriptures justice because we understand that the Book of Mormon is a beloved and very protected work of literature and uh, and a a holy book for many. And uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has done a ton of productions based on it and it's pretty much verbatim quoted in the scriptures, right? a few weeks ago, uh, uh, come follow me. They had a uh, the, the church put out an episode where uh, Nephi, when they're in the wilderness, gets gets bound by Laman and Lemuel, okay. and uh, they're basically speaking the same with the Bible, the church's Bible stories. It's basically quoting scripture, right? But it's a dramatization of it. We've gone a step further, and not only have we 
dramatized a lot of these uh, stories, we've also given a more modern dialogue so that it's more digestible, so that it is more uh, uh, relatable to people within the church, but then also different faiths, right? The Book of Mormon is very niche, yeah. right? It is uh, a body of scripture that is uh, comparable to the Bible only to Latter-day Saints, right? No other Christians really use the Book of Mormon. And so uh, where the book where the Bible has been translated and used thousands of times in different ways, we want to take the opportunity to tell a story and dramatize this story um, that still has obviously themes of Heavenly Father and Christ and gospel topics, right? Um, but also give... Uh, a general audience a chance to also enjoy it as a dramatization and we feel that because of that it will bring more people into uh, these stories and they'll have more interest in them and uh, and I think it can uh, appeal to a larger more broader audience kind of like what we said in the beginning yeah and that was my my idea throughout the whole like ever since it started even when I was writing the book I was like this can't just be for like an LDS audience because I can see the division that happens, that's happening in Christianity against members of the LDS church and, and even us against them. Like there's, there needs to stop being an us and them kind of thing. And I feel like showing this, showing the Book of Mormon in a way that's digestible and relatable and not scary for some people, like I think that it can hopefully bridge some of those gaps and also just showing the biblical roots of the Book of Mormon that I don't think a lot of members of the LES Church understand how the Book of Mormon fits into the Bible and that it really is a biblical story. And so, yeah, and, and you know, I don't want it to be super preachy. I want, I want it to be inspiring without being in your face. And hopefully anybody can enjoy watching it. So that's, that's our goal. Here, here. And to... Ashley's point as the showrunner and as one of the writers on this series I just want to echo and again reiterate that it's not our job to preach it's our job to tell a story with what we see on the page and to and to present it in a way that is digestible to a general audience and I think that is a wonderful opportunity and it's something that I don't think anyone's ever done before maybe it's a, maybe it's been tried um, I think there is a lot of fear and in, in, for fear of scrutiny for taking something like this and uh, and just making a drama out of it you know um, this podcast and this story is not endorsed or san- sanctioned by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints yeah, it'd be really cool, but 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 for <laughs> <I> now, <doubt. laughs> but for now, it's it's not. We're outsiders. Um, uh, Ashley, an active faithful member, and then me, someone who still is a believer in uh, Jesus Christ, but uh, not necessarily Mormonism on its face. Uh, I still feel like there's a place for me within this story. You know how how literal or spiritual or, or figuratively anyone takes it. There are still plain and precious truths and things and lessons that can be learned and that can be taught to people. Um, So it's our job to just tell a story and those who consume it can do what they want with it. Yep. Yeah. I love that. I'm so excited. And, and yeah, like this is, this is entertainment, you know, the, 
the Book of Mormon videos that the church puts out are teaching tools. I have to remind myself that when there's things that I'm like, oh, but it's a teaching tool and this is entertainment. And so I'm just excited that we can work on it. And yeah. Yep. 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 People want to be entertained, you know, and uh, me included. And so I think that it's a wonderful opportunity. And uh, we have a third draft of our pilot series and they and we continue to rewrite, get consulting, get feedback and on on the structure of the script and also the 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 story itself and uh, with that we're trying to build something pretty remarkable. We wanted to start this pod podcast just to give some context behind what we're trying to do, um get some more exposure uh Ashley, where can you find us on the socials right now? Oh, yeah, our socials. So we're at Promise, the Promised TV Series on Instagram. Um, you can find us on Facebook, too, the Promised TV Series. We do have a YouTube channel, which we're going to be uploading these on our YouTube channel. Um, it's also Promised TV Series. And our website is www.promisedtvseries.com. So... Awesome. Yeah, yeah go uh, uh, smash that subscribe button, <laughs> share with everybody. Um, if you uh, find yourselves as believers in this or intrigued by this, uh, let people know. Uh, right now, this series is 150% crowdfunded, right? Um, right now, we've just kind of taken a step back and it focused on the story and the pilot because nothing happens until the pilot's solid. You know, and we're going through rewrites and we're continuing to network with, with those in this space. Uh, there's a lot of people that we've been working with in the local Utah film industry, um, as well as those outside in, in neighboring states that may have interest in this. We recognize that Hollywood would probably never endorse or make this, you know. And uh, similar to The Chosen, um, the promise needs to be crowdfunded and um, we would love to now work with different production companies to kind of see what we got going on. Um, I think the time is right to build bridges rather than burn them with uh, with people who love faithful stories like this. And it started with the Bible. There are a lot of Bible stories. Um, it's been done. A lot of dramatizations. The Book of Mormon is so niche that uh, we want to we want to broaden that horizon for others, and uh, at the very least, they're entertained, even if they don't, you know, even if they don't believe in a, a literal Nephi, you know, a, a literal layman, uh, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, uh, as long as they're entertained, and you know, maybe they can find a spirit about what these characters are going through and what they're sharing with the world. Um, to make their day a little bit better. And that's all we can ask for. Yeah.